0: I wow. wanna everyone, it's really great to be with you. We are continuing today with our current series looking at character that counts. Developing a character like Jesus. Becoming more like him. And today we are looking at a confident character. And we will look at three areas. Number one, confidence yesterday. Number two, confidence today. And number three, confidence forever. So let's pray. Father, thank you for your wonderful word. We pray, Father, that we would have eyes to see and ears to hear what it is you want to say to us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, a confident character. Are you ready with your checklist? Because apparently, if you have the following characteristics, you will be positively oozing with confidence. If you have poise, i.e., you stand up tall, you walk with an attitude. If you have good eye contact, Apparently, you should never be afraid to look at people dead in the eyes as it can put you in a position of power and knowing whether the person is truthful or not. If you have a great appearance, confident people take pride in the way they look, including overall fitness, health and wellness. Apparently, looking good translates to feeling good. Apparently, dressing nicely, I'm dressed nicely today, automatically makes you feel more confident. So if you're watching in your pyjamas right now, well, what can I say? Your tone must be just right. Confident people keep a level head. They have self-assurance. Therefore, they do not need to yell to get their point across. You'll stand up for others. You'll never talk badly about other people because it can diminish or weaken your own confidence and self-esteem. So there we go. How to be confident. Thankfully, all slightly tongue in cheek. So for us today, we're thinking about developing a confident character. No matter who we are, we can all be confident. We can be confident. We can share Jesus's confidence in our own identity. If we are disciples of Jesus today, we are sons and daughters of the creator of the universe. Now, there's reason enough to be confident for a start. But the confidence we're talking about today goes beyond the here and now. It is not temporary or momentary. The confidence we can have is literally everlasting. As Christians, we are called on purpose for a purpose. We want to allow the Holy Spirit to build confidence into our lives. So we live and do the works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2.10 tells us this. We are his masterpiece created anew in Christ Jesus. And it goes on to say to do the good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. You know, I'm sure we can all think of areas in our lives or things we've done where we have lacked confidence. I remember going to a wedding of a friend in Naples in Italy and having to drive in the city over there. I have to say the driving over there was crazy. I didn't feel confident at the time. It was, it was like being in some smash them up stock car race. I lacked confidence. I remember the first time I was asked to speak at TLC. Many years ago now, I certainly wasn't that confident at the time. I prepared well, I prayed well, and I made some notes. And I remember getting up on the stage. My hands were all clammy, my my mouth was slightly dry, and I launched off. And I remember thinking, what if I get through my notes too quickly? What if I get through my three points in about two minutes or less, and then have nothing else to share? Awkward. Anyway, by the grace of God, it turned out okay. And I don't know what type of person you are, Or how you see yourself today or who you perceive as a confident person. However you see yourself or others today, God says we can all have confidence yesterday, confidence today and confidence forever. So let's look at a passage briefly where Jesus shows great confidence. And this will help us think about a confident character like Jesus had. So we're in Luke 5 and Jesus has just finished teaching the crowds from the fishing boat just off the shore. And then we read this. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master Simon replied, we worked hard all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets again. And this time their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realised what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I am such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, and the sons of Zebedee were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. You know we could look at a number of passages but in this passage we see Jesus's confidence to perform an amazing miracle and to be bold enough to ask some seemingly random fishermen to leave everything they knew pretty much and begin to follow him. You see Jesus was confident in who he was. He knew his father could miraculously fill the nets to overflowing with fish to help out the disciples and he also knew that those God had called would give up everything which is why in a moment the disciples dropped everything to follow him. Jesus showed great confidence here as he did throughout his whole ministry. And for us today, like Jesus, we can have great confidence. We may not be called to see nets filled with fish or be a public figure, but we can have great confidence in all that he has called us individually to do and to be. Confidence for yesterday, confidence for today, confidence forever so confidence yesterday you know Jesus was confident each day because his foundation for everything was his relationship with and the approval of his heavenly father in the account we just read Jesus told the disciples to drop the nets again despite the fact they'd caught nothing all night and it was now broad daylight not the best time to fish and then they caught a huge catch You see, in that moment, Jesus was confident he was about the father's business. The miracle catch of fish meant the disciples had their eyes open to who Jesus really was. They saw in that moment that Jesus wasn't just another itinerant preacher drawing the crowds. They were convinced enough in that moment to drop all they knew and follow Jesus on a new adventure. You see, Jesus's approval from his father came from his yesterday. Spoken words have immense power. And I would would think the amazing words of approval and affirmation at Jesus's baptism brought him great encouragement and confidence. We read this in Matthew's gospel. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. You see Jesus knew his father's approval from previous years so he had confidence from his yesterday. Perhaps today God wants to remind some of us of our confidence yesterday. Those could be words and promises maybe some prophetic words that were spoken over us from our yesterday. Words to remind us and encourage us to help stay confident today. Maybe you need to dig them out and read them again and and let them sink in afresh. You see, we can have confidence from our yesterday to help us remain confident today. And thinking more about confidence yesterday, very much part of having a confident character, is having confidence in why we are what we are. Why are we confident in our faith, for example? Well, looking at our Christian faith, our faith is not based on cleverly invented stories or myths from history. Our faith is based in Jesus and in God's word. We know the Bible is accurate. We know it has historical accounts of the life of Jesus and the Israelite people. It's full of amazing eyewitness accounts, all of the incredible events that took place. You know, it is important that we know what we believe and why we believe it, what our faith is based on and in. This is a really important aspect of us being confident in our character like Jesus. So another part of confidence from yesterday is confidence in why we believe what we believe. We can be confident in character and faith because our faith is based on and rooted in verifiable history. So number one, confidence yesterday. Number two, confidence today. Jesus had great confidence in everything. His confidence came out of his identity. He knew who he was and he knew his core. He focused on his destination and the end goal. His confidence came from his intimate relationship with his father. In John 5, we read the following. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. And then in verse 30, he says, I could do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. No wonder Jesus was confident. He made sure he was doing the same thing he saw his father doing. And you can't go far wrong there, I would suggest. If we look at Jesus's life routine, we see that Jesus often withdrew to lonely places to have time with his father. Time to pray, to chat about how things were going, how he was doing, talk about where he would go. Who he should make time for, who he should probably avoid. What the father's priorities were for him. And just to be in the Father's presence. You see, confidence for us today will come out of dedicated time with our Heavenly Father, being in his presence, learning and knowing his priorities for our lives, to be about the Father's business. Knowledge of and time with God brings confidence for today. Confidence for today comes from our identity in God. If you follow Jesus today, you are a child of God. We are his kids. He is our loving heavenly father who is always cheering us on. John 1 says this, but to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Galatians 3, 26, for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Galatians 4, and because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out Abba, Father. Confidence today. As we have time with our heavenly father, as we become more confident in our identity in him, we can be confident. Be confident today. You are the king's sons and daughters and he is cheering you on. So number one, confidence yesterday. Number two, confidence today. And number three, confidence forever. We can be confident people forever because God will not change. He will achieve all his purposes and plans. Everything that God has promised will come to pass nothing will be missed. There are no empty promises with God. It is impossible for him to ever let us down. In Philippians 1, we read these great words. They are some of my life verses spoken over me when I was baptised and are equally true for every one of us today. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on till completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You and I have great confidence for the future, because if we set our hearts to continue to follow and honour God, we know that he will carry on doing his amazing work in us until Jesus returns. It's a good work he's doing in us, and he will carry it on. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Christ Jesus. Be confident in that. Psalm 27 verse 13 says this, And it talks about a confidence for the future. It's a confidence we can share as his people. It says, yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. I'm confident I will see. It's a future tense. So that's confidence for the future. Why else can we have confidence forever? Well, in John 14, we read this. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's house. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Have confidence for the future. Trust in him. There's loads of rooms in the father's house. It's going to be pretty awesome. He is preparing a place for us. Jesus told us that. He's a master interior designer. Your place is going to be off the scale. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. And when everything is ready, he will come and get us. Have confidence. Jesus is returning. He is coming back. Be confident of this. And we pray this soon. Amen. So number one, confidence yesterday. Number two, confidence today. And Number three, confidence forever. We can be genuinely confident as people if we are confident in God. We can only be confident in God if we are in touch with and close to our Heavenly Father, if we know what our faith is based on, if we know what he says about us in his word, and if we know and trust in his living word, that is Jesus. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus was confident yesterday, Jesus is confident today, and Jesus is confident forever. We are being changed and made like Jesus in our character. So we can have confidence in yesterday. We can have confidence today. And we can have confidence forever. Amen.